Hi everyone, this is Hey You're On Mute, a podcast where we trick you into thinking we know what we are talking about. My name is Sangeet and with me is my friend Arun. This is the second and also the last episode of this year. With only a few days left in 2020, we originally planned to do a 2020 rewind of sorts, but then we got thinking, because what do you really talk about during a year where everyone just spent their time watching Netflix at home? Wait, should we actually talk about that? Dude, you're kidding, right? What will our listeners say? Nah, I think that's alright. They're on mute. So the year 2020 has been a rollercoaster ride of sorts, hasn't it? And Sankit, if I would ask you one very simple question, could you summarize this year, this entire year that we've just been through, in one single word? And mind you, that word cannot be lockdown. Go. Dude, you're sort of like asking all these uh, talk show type of questions. <laughs> but I mean, but, but you know, now that you mentioned that I can't use the word lockdown because that's uh, how unimaginative I am as a person. But uh, I think... Um, um, st- I think anxi- I, I think angst. You know, I think uh, hmm. I think angst is probably what I, uh, you know, sort of used to summarize 2020 because the entire world, uh, you know, it was this huge battle with us versus the pandemic, right? We're sort of figuring out this right. this new virus and all of that, and all of that's going on on the side. But uh, it's hard. But if you were to keep COVID nineteen on the side and just look at 2020 in isolation. We sort of had a rough start, right? Hmm. Uh, people were stressed right from January, I suppose. Uh, you know, at least in India, you you had cases of uh, you know you had issues with 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 some of the new laws that the government brought, and you had see protests around that. Uh, I think I remember, you know, in the beginning of the year, you had uh, things like um, World War Three trend on Twitter because of the tension between. Oh US yeah, and I remember Iran. that one. Yeah, that seems like ages so, ago now, isn't it? It does, yeah. I mean, now I'm now I'm sure a lot of people are like, dude, that wasn't even a big problem. But if you think of it, some really intense stuff went down, right? And uh, 2020 really has been a, a you know a lecture or a study in angst across every single aspect. So, be it uh, be it at a political level, like how I was just saying, or it could it be it could even be at a you know at a social level where you've got you've got you know protest against uh, protest related to the you know the, the murder or the death of George Floyd right mm. uh, of what, I wouldn't say murder but obviously the death of George Floyd what happened and what that led to you had cases of uh, angst because of you know the uh, stuff that was happening with the weather I mean you had case of bushfires you had swarms of you know locusts just going and attacking crops and people uh, and uh, amidst all of that there were countries that were sort of figuring out uh, you know that their neighbors weren't really cooperating with things. Mm. Uh, you had issues in technology where a lot of people were, you know, beginning to really. Uh, do you remember the case where I think all the four tech giants were called in for this massive hearing oh. on malpractices? And oh, I remember that. I also remember the memes that came out of that after. <laughs> yeah. So, so I mean, the way I see it, uh, you know, as it is, you've got you you're battling something that happens once. That's happening probably once in hundred years. And then you're now having uh, to deal with all of these socio-economical, political, and all of this other stuff. Uh, and then there's obviously there's fake news, and 
and and the other aspect which is which is not funny but you know up till now everybody is saying globalization everything is going global but mm. now suddenly everybody sort of you know trying to figure out you know why is my country great what is the stuff that i can do and uh, by the end of the year you're now dealing with every country's in mean, a lot of countries are now dealing with their own strains of the virus itself mm. right so it's i think it's hard and all of this in addition to you know me at least dealing with just doing just getting myself by right uh, doing the dishes managing work uh, and also trying to figure out that my and trying to invest time in my relationships i think i think when you sort of bring all of this together at, at some point people are or at least me i'm just like done i'm like bhai i can't take it any longer yeah uh, i'm genuinely feeling stressed out frustrated i mean you know general angst uh, i think really Yeah, but, but I think, I, yeah, you... I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think that's a very good way of you you summarizing it. I, it's, it's, it definitely has been a very tumultuous, tumultuous year uh, in in every sense. Uh, I mean, a lot of the stuff that he just uh, you know mentioned, like, just brought back so many vivid memories of us going through. Uh, and at the very start of the year, everyone was like, "Oh wow, we just started out, uh, uh, you know, and just woke up the wrong side of the bed." There's a very interesting thing at the start of the year. Uh, I read this very good book. Uh, it's, it was called The Sixth Extinction, and um, how you know, man, mankind in general. I mean, everything that you're doing, uh, it could um, you know result in uh, multiple things, and and it could really impact your lives in ways that we don't necessarily uh, perceive or maybe maybe understand or comprehend. Um, and at that point, I wrote this review about. uh on the book and i wrote this thing about oh you know all these things are happening and all this there's a virus in china apparently little did i know in a couple of months like we would all be impacted by it and we'd be like stuck in our houses because of it and it's not even just the, the coronavirus isn't it i mean there are lots of other things like you know the the people we've lost this year some some icons like remember kobe yep. bryant that news yeah engulfed the world i mean no one like no one even thought about it no one expected that yeah. like obviously no one did but it was such a sad loss and then people just come into the realization of the impact he's had to the world sport in general i mean although it's basketball and he he was he was uh, a legend in itself and then you know yet so many others as well like even in i think in india we lost a few like irfan khan and sushant singh rajput and everyone um who've, who've had a, a crazy impact on on our lives and this was not even related to coronavirus in any way yeah exactly all, and and but all that did was it added to this very angst that you talk about isn't it uh, you just you, you you hear this news you read about all this um these this this um, not so great um happenings and incidents in the world and all it's doing is your lockdown in your house and yeah it adds, adds to that angst and you think what more how how much worse could 2020 be isn't it i think at some point people just wanted uh, or they genuinely just want a break from it because you know they're dealing with this they're dealing with having to be stuck indoors uh, a lot of folks trying to you know figure out how do you sort of manage the whole work life situation uh, a lot of folks trying to figure out you know i've got i know someone who is a frontline worker who is in the health department and they always have to be out there risking stuff um, and at the same time you've got folks trying to figure out you know my parents are probably stuck in 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 mumbai where there's a huge rampant rise in number of cases 
and they're really old they can't they they haven't mm. been able to figure out technology they aren't able to get out and you know get stuff done uh, they don't do online payments and stuff like that sure. so initially itself there's just so many different things that people i think were having to deal with which is also one of the reasons why i think uh, you know through the year i think right now i think the way folks have been dealing with uh, each of these different spheres right socio political fa- uh, you know family and all of that uh, they it's it's very different from what you kind of saw uh, what we all saw in the beginning of the year uh, you know but uh, but yeah i think uh, i think it's been a tough one yeah this year it uh, has i mean i, I mean if, if you were to look at just people in general like at the start of the year you have your brilliant new year resolutions and everything right and and you think of all the wonderful things that you're going to be doing you're going to travel all these places you're going to i don't know meet these people or maybe at a career level as well maybe there's you know people have various ideas of what they want want to do literally couple of months in uh to the new year and that's it you've got coronavirus knocking on your door um right at your door step going haha you know your resolutions have gone for a toss and suddenly um the people have to reassess and reevaluate what their priorities are and what those resolutions may look like maybe a, a, a different set altogether and i think this is where i suppose the some of the positive sides really came out this year where we got to see um some yeah. really positive vibes where people actually had that strong innate resolve to maybe overcome uh these 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 problems in in a in a different way in a, in a different way altogether i recently put this question out to uh, my folks on instagram and you know just trying to figure out you know what's the one stuff or the one thing that you did or for the first time or you saw for the first time in 2020 mm-hmm. uh, that you would genuinely be interested and in, you would genuinely like to continue doing or do more of in in the next year right. and uh, and quite a few responses really uh, focusing on mental health they were focusing on just uh just exercising regularly and uh and then there were other folks who said i i really enjoyed cooking so that's something i'd like to do some of the other ones were you know were around uh, entirely new activities uh but again with context for example washing hands now that's not completely new but the idea that every single time i you know i i i come back home as you know i come back home i probably need to take a shower you know i i right. definitely need to wash hands every you know every 2 hours or something uh, just to just to sort of take that added precaution and all that stuff so uh, i think i think when you look at it from that perspective unplanned activities or resolutions which i think have only worked this year because of the lockdown because of everyone just spending time indoors mm. so uh, unexpected but definitely thumbs up i guess yeah and i i think i think there's another element to it as well it's 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 great that the people um explore these new um hobbies uh, so to speak or maybe uh, uh something that they'd not done uh, previously but they went on they, they they took it to the next level they posted it on social media and then you'd have these nice little challenges and fads and all of these things appearing yeah. on instagram and tiktok before you know it everyone's doing it so remember and this this again seems like ages ago but do you remember the dalgona coffee dude i don't even know what to say man dalgona i had i hadn't heard of dalgona dalgona so I'm, firstly i'm not really a coffee person uh, i'm more of a coffee person uh, but you know where i'm just having filter coffee and stuff uh, but but really uh, dalgona came as a surprise uh, i didn't try it i know a lot of my friends who did 
uh, but what i heard is it's really not that tasty as you know it, it's not as good as it looks in the pictures apparently <laughs> yeah i remember we tried it as well and uh, i i i genuinely took took me a while to understand what the fad was all about um i i just thought it was waste of uh, a milk uh, and good coffee and and you had this uh, i think it's korean isn't it i think that's the that's the origin and i believe is it, it? Was, uh, oh apparently so and i think it's some korean tiktoker or instagrammer who uh, posted it and it became a, a huge thing and um and and you got to you got to realize i mean the the early days of lockdown i mean that in itself was it, it was something that no one had dabbled with in the past so yeah. there were all these things that were really kicking off then isn't it and and but, but just know, people, on the but, mm-hmm. sorry, sorry but i just wanted to say on the cooking piece though right uh, uh, you know one i don't know of anyone who's who's made dalgona coffee a second time i don't i like i know it's they've made it once and they're happy with it but again on the cooking piece though i just wanted to add in here i knew a lot of folks who would spend a lot of time you know cooking elaborate dishes or cooking whichever dishes and they'd sort of spend time documenting the process and you mm. know on instagram and stuff which is great but as i was you know dealing with uh, the kitchen in my own uh, amateurish style what i fail to understand is how did how would it people you know how are people so patient and how do they have all the time to document this step and not just once right meal after meal and just sort of keep at it for at least 2 to 3 months because in my head i was like let's just make this stuff let's make it sufficient for the next 2 days use as less utensils as possible and that's it absolutely yeah even even um, not just uh, you know sticking with the kitchen but even going a bit beyond that i suppose like learning a new instrument because um, i think a few of my friends actually learned to play the ukulele um uh, a few of them you know took out the the, the keyboard uh, which probably rusting away somewhere and decided to play a few notes um and um, yeah practiced it uh, all through the you know all through the summer months uh try to jam try to make some music i've got a friend over here who actually started doing that using garage band and um try to you know come up with some nice little jingles and uh tunes um posting it again on social media because obviously you want to tell the world that you're doing it and you're having a good time because i think that was the old the whole essence isn't it you just want to get away from this angst as you say at the very start these were the avenues for it isn't it this is how you sort of vent it out um and i think this uh in some ways in a very positive way uh let us some very good habits yeah uh, you know i know two guys who actually started a podcast completely unplanned but you know you? that's something which <laughs> you know that's something that that happened during the process <laughs> you know you mentioned about habits uh, and i have to say this this is sort of like a personal thing for me which which genuinely surprised me uh, so uh, anyone who knows me uh, you know will tell that i'm uh, i hate running i hate exercises but i think this time around i spe- i just just having to spend so much time indoors made me want to just step out just Mm-hmm. uh so i think because of that i kind of said you know what let me just go for a walk every morning uh, and that was it that that genuinely was just the motivating uh, that was the only reason pushing me f- uh, for that i did that for a few days uh, and then it just became part of the process uh, and i 
began looking forward to just walking and then i was like you know what i'm walking might as well try running a couple of rounds and I did that for a few bit and i was like you know what maybe i should start timing myself maybe i'll just see if i can improve myself that was it right so at never that point was i thinking about you know i need to lose weight or something but interestingly about about 45 days or about a month in really i began kind of uh, looking forward to the run and there were mm. times when you know either it was raining or uh, Uh, for some other reason i couldn't go for a run and i kind of began missing it uh, because in my head it was no longer i was no longer associating having to run every morning as an exercise but i to me that was sort of like uh, you know a goal that i would have achieved that day i know for a fact that had it not been for me in a lockdown i wouldn't have really taken to running or you know every day uh, uh, week after week really that's an interesting point you make i mean would you also say that um, perhaps owing to the pandemic and you being able to work from home in some ways also gave you that additional bit of time to maybe refocus your energies and other priorities in my role of work i could always work from home previously i was fortunate to do that but i think uh, the whole activity suddenly transition from uh, something that i had to do to something i wanted to do you know uh, and because i wanted to do that mm-hmm. i began sort of moving my calendar and my schedules right i began making sure that i'm i'm going to bed on time and not uh, you know not falling asleep watching a show on netflix so that i can i can wake up early on time so that i know i will get 30 minutes to just run and uh, the only thing that will come between me and uh, and that activity would probably be the weather one of the things that's that's also sort of a you know surprise uh, you're now genuinely concerned about your parents or your other you know your other relatives who are far away from you and you know they they are accustomed to a certain system like for example my parents uh, they haven't been super comfortable with paying online that's something that they do any which way but they probably prefer cash if that's if that if that's available right right Uh, but but suddenly with covid-19 in place uh, they just had to figure out oh, you know what this probably is going to be the the primary way we will sort of uh, you know you know we will sort of transact because then you don't have to deal with cash and all of that and surprisingly though they just picked on to that really really quickly so i think uh, for a long time and while i take an example of expenses i'm sure there'll be tons of other examples where where a lot of people a lot of parents and a lot of senior folks who were a little hesitant or reluctant to using technology whenever you know, before covid or before 2020 mm. uh, you know found themselves just 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 getting on board with it to make sure that their rituals and their routines aren't broken per se absolutely actually even uh, you know you mentioning that in itself is the uh, uh, you know i i get this nice little anecdote uh, which which i can probably relay at this point is my mom um she uh, used to go to yoga classes uh, pretty much um, i think she had like a weekly routine uh, like two two times or three times a week uh, she she do that but because of the pandemic obviously a lot of this thing um, you know can't can't, can't happen uh, in in person um, yeah. so what the guys did and mind you these are um 60 plus uh, year old uh, women uh, and okay. men i think they were men as well uh, but fair dues of 60 plus year old people um who've been doing yoga all their life and now they've had to look at other means in which they could continue doing it so again going back to that earlier point about that strong resolve 
um, it's not just our generation as well, isn't it? I mean, even the others, uh, even the older uh, folks, they were able to overcome that. And what they eventually did was use technology. So they streamed uh, themselves. So they'd have these online classes via Zoom. Um, and I, I don't know where they got the inspiration or is this just something they picked up, but in no time. So if the lockdown happened in March, they were on it uh, doing yoga classes by April. Uh, and they do it in the same time slot. Um, and uh, yeah, my mom, she still does it. Like, you know, she she doesn't care whether it was a coronavirus or not. I mean, she, she doesn't care. She wants to go back to a routine and they've kept at it. And she went one step further. And this is this is the thing that really surprised me. Yeah? So obviously when you're doing it on a laptop, it's a really small screen. Um, what she ended up doing was she uh, casted the whole thing uh, via Chromecast to the big screen. And she goes on and she's got it on a, on a, on a LED TV and she just uh, watches it there, does all the moves. And then she proudly tells me that that's how she's done it. And I'm thinking, I didn't tell her. I mean, she never asked me how to do it or how do you connect or cast. She just mm. found it herself. She went on YouTube, probably found out how it's all done, didn't want to bother me uh, and just got on with it. And I think this is, this is a very interesting sort of dynamic that we're beginning to see with um, with, with all generations, I mean, this, this, the kind of impact it's had and the positive vibes that are coming out of this from this year, um, I think some sensational stuff. I think a lot of people also had to prioritize on figuring out what is there to watch on TV right now. Because if you look at it from this perspective, I know this with, uh, with my grandmom, you know, she watches a lot of Indian serials. Uh, and uh, during the lockdown, uh, you know, new episodes weren't being shot. So mm. uh, for a second, you had all of these channels, channels where they were showing, you know, repeat telecasts and, you know, reruns of old serials and stuff. India, for example, they were, they were showing Ramayana all over again. And, you know, I've right. seen Ramayana while growing up and it, it's, it's absolutely amazing. Uh, but again, people were spending a lot of time watching old stuff again. Uh, and I know that's something they were trying to prioritize. You know, have you watched this movie again? There's nothing new to watch on TV. And uh, and I think that's also one of the times when they began also looking at, uh, at least the ones who weren't on these, uh, you know, Netflix, Prime and all, they were like, you know, let's watch something there. But And suddenly they're spoiled for choice because the moment you log into Netflix, it throws like a million shows right in your face across <laughs> so many different languages and stuff. But yeah, in fact, one of the first hits, um, and you, just because you mentioned Netflix, um, you remember Tiger King? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that, that got that, really, really popular. That really was the runaway hit from this lockdown. It's got to be the very first one from this pandemic where literally everyone was watching it and talking about it. And I, I quite remember like um, when the stats first came out, they were like uh, the first day or something, there were barely... 250,000 viewers or maybe a quarter of a million viewers, right? Um, which is like um, very standard stuff for Netflix, especially when it's a show about uh, the weirdest parts of hillbilly America. And, you know, you, you don't expect it to have like a global audience uh, at that point. Mm. And mind you, this is like bang on day one or day five of lockdown, right? Um, and this is where uh, I, th- I think all of the pretty much the whole world was in lockdown at that point by then. Uh, yeah. So day one was about a quarter of a million standard, but by the time they got to the 10th day, 35 million viewers in the US alone. And I, I kid you not, this is, this is almost like it's staggering to the sense where it's almost Stranger Things level. And oh, stra- yeah, really? Exa- it was exactly. such a big hit? 
it was a huge hit where people were talking all of, all about it at work um even in the uk it was like uh, it was crazy i th- i think it was different because everyone uh, it, 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 it was brilliant to see like a, a part of america we kind of expect them to be doing but in a different sense like <laughs> who is mm. this guy who is this guy who has got tigers and he's been through all of this stuff and it's not even a fictional show it's a reality it's almost like a documentary of sorts isn't it and that's what the intrigue was and you know and and this is where you suddenly saw people like scraping from the battle going these other shows you know are there other hits around and suddenly from out of nowhere ozark and money heist and all of these shows you know which have been running for a good few seasons already suddenly become yeah. hit guilty pleasure arun but uh, for me i think the show was indian matchmaking because i wasn't uh, prepared uh, i mean i didn't know how good or bad it is right i figured you know it's called indian matchmaking this probably something that uh, there's go- definitely going to be an element i'll be able to relate to and a <laughs> uh, sure. l- lot of my friends don't agree with this uh, you know aishwarya and uh, my sister they don't agree they didn't find it that funny as well but i sat through it i binge watched that show and i don't remember the last time i binge watched any other show this much uh, but yeah but but really i think for content creators it i think it was a win overall beat on youtube the number of people who started a youtube channel increased rapidly uh, the number a lot of people who hit a million subscribers on youtube increased dramatically specifically during this period and you're talking vloggers and you and i think people were just hungry for content as long as it's new i'll watch it types and uh, some of those shows like you mentioned tiger king you know indian matchmaking tons of youtube videos i think they just had a huge uh, success rate really i think if i think you were the one who told me that uh, you know things worked out brilliantly for disney plus didn't it believe it or not i mean i think in everyone's minds they were probably thinking probably the worst time to launch it at the start of the year but they they came on and it was i think the middle of uh, i think march or april um this year where they decided to launch in europe uh, and they had these introductory offers going in but I kid you not and and there were like kids out there who probably you know didn't have schools or schools were shut down because of the uh, the pandemic and they ended up gorging on all of these shows on Disney Plus whatever they throw at them and there are a lot of really good stuff on Disney Plus um uh, kids enjoyed it kids loved it and I think they milked it they did they did more business uh in I say a month than what Netflix did in 5 years Initially I was thinking Disney Plus might be a lot of cartoons and stuff but I think they had a couple of shows from Star Wars as well. The Mandalorian yeah. is crazy good. I mean I think it's single-handedly oh, really? yeah I think John Favreau has single-handedly revived the entire franchise considering how bad the movies were uh, or kind of a let down the movies were the new the the, the sequels. Uh, uh-huh. but I think uh, The Mandalorian has probably got everyone's interest back. Really well done. Really well done. Yeah, but I think it's content like this that really makes it makes it fun for viewers as well. I mean, imagine otherwise it would be just be talking about Brexit, isn't it? Or makes it. Oh wow, you, know, you actually Prince, remember that one? <laughs> I think that was a big deal, especially in the UK, no? Uh, because it, it really was. Were, it really was. Yeah. I know some folks they were cracking jokes saying, you know, we got a referendum on Brexit. How come we don't get on makes it and all of that stuff? 
Yeah, it's it's like all the people like you know Brexit's fine, okay, but hold on, next next it like it, everyone just lost their collective proverbial minds at that point. But no, in all seriousness, I think the UK, especially people like Piers Morgan and folks, they they really milk the situation, and um, there's a lot of hoo ha and a um, lot of talk, a lot of gossip around the media as to why this may have happened. Is this is this like is she like the second coming of Princess Diana and you know the kind of stuff that she did back in the 90s? And oh, suddenly you begin to think, I'm watching The Clown on Netflix, and I'm thinking, ah, season five, season six. At, at some point, we're going to see. this unfolding and furling in front of our very eyes i'll tell you what if they don't add it to the crown i'm sure somebody in india is going to make a show out of it anyway Okay, this might sound weird. Uh, it's going to be masks. I wish we didn't have to see masks around everywhere. I mean, don't get me wrong. Wearing mm. a mask definitely helps in controlling the spread of the virus and all that. But, but you know, the world certainly feels different, and I guess I feel a little sad about that. You know, I now think twice about greeting folks with just a regular head nod. and right. in india where head nods are almost like an entire language it kind of feels incomplete when you can't emote because of the mask even something as common as let's say you know giving a high five or you know shaking hands that's rare these days and dude door handles seem a lot suspicious i mean i think the mask is no longer you know just another cool accessory but Uh, but more of a shield and a constant reminder that this battle is far from over wait uh, maybe i am going overboard i should probably stop now yeah i can see what you're saying with that i mean um, yeah when i first think of mars and if i had any personal agenda against them i suppose it would be the fact that uh, now i wear glasses right and the moment i step out um, and i've got my mask on it just completely fogs up and I'm just thinking, oh God, I can't. Like, I've got to take them off. I can't. I've got to wipe it, put it back on, and I'm back to square one in under two minutes. And yet, you know, despite this kind of seismic year that we've got and this once imaginable disruption to all our lives, you know, you've got to you've got to really think about it. The world still takes on, doesn't it? Um, you know, we we've talked about so many stories, so many inspiring stories about people having overcome various things, uh, people having seized the opportunity. um shown that courage of imagination um you know perseverance and all that but you know if there's anything i really care uh, about in the new year the one thing i wouldn't want to see is probably another season of indian matchmaking Thank you for listening to our second episode and honestly congratulations on surviving through 2020 the next year has a lot of pressure and expectations riding on it and maybe 2021 will live up to them or maybe it won't but listen we got to show the same grit and resolve we did this year so i guess mask up 
keep distance stay sane and don't forget to look out for each other also if you enjoyed listening to this one please do follow us on spotify and just so you know we are on anchor too you can also be a part of the conversation by sending us a message or by following us on instagram at hyom podcast that's it from us this week wish you a happy new year and until the next time stay safe and don't forget to unmute yourself